Sons of Forsyth. Arriving unexpectedly at Saint-Germain, the Marchioness de Montespan discovers that Françoise Daubigné is sending a message to Joël. Although she believes that the Breton is dead, she tries to intercept the note, and when this fails, assures Françoise that she will make other arrangements to prevent its falling into undesirable hands. The final blow comes when she tells Françoise that she has decided to take away the children, putting them into the care of La Bosse one-time associates of Walton and Lassage. Fearful and unwilling, the governess goes to bring down her charges, while the marchioness makes plans with the old hag, La Bosse. I think it would be safer if Francois was disposed of altogether. I thought it was another one you wanted me to treat. The one at court, you said, the Duke's protege. She, of course, will have to go. For wittingly or not, she stands in my way. Is simply making a nuisance of herself. If she is not prevented from talking, heaven knows what scandal she may start after I have taken the children. I don't understand you at all. There is no need that you should, my friend. But it is all very simple. I have brought you here, as I told you, for the purpose of removing from my pop, Mademoiselle Aurore. Oh, then let's remove her and I've done with it. Patience. Patience, old hag, there are other things to do. Firstly, this message Francoise has so inconveniently sent to the Breton. I tell you, he's dead. You've no need to worry. I take your word for it, he is dead. But what of the locket? What did your crystal tell you of the locket he carried? I couldn't see anything about the locket. I believe it's been destroyed. I hope you are right, but I cannot gamble on it. If only in reaches Freiburg with that wretched note. If their inquiry is made, if the locker turns up, oh, I cannot bear to think of it. No honor will just have to be stopped. And his death, if such is necessary, must be laid at Francois' door. <laughs> and you would kill her too, the weeping one? I would kill anyone who stood between me and what I want. I have no doubt of that. Since you have started dabbling in intrigues and apparently in schemes against my well-being, she has become a danger to me, and that I cannot stand. Oh, devil, take the woman! What has happened to her? You only have to go upstairs and get the children. Suzette, Nicole, by my face, I've never known such a household. Nobody here when they're wanted. Suzette, I don't know why you're so anxious to take the brats along. It's my opinion they're more bother than they're worth. I told you if I have them with me, then his majesty will come to see them, for he's ridiculously fond of them. As long as I have the children, I have a hold over the king. Suzette! Oh, there you are. You've been long enough in coming. I'm sorry, my lady. I added as quickly as I could. Apparently nobody can hurry today. Run upstairs, Suzette, and bid Madame de Sougère and the children to come quickly down. I am waiting for them. But for lady, they're not there. Not there? What do you mean? Where are they? They went out, my lady. The Marchioness and all three children. I don't know where they've gone. So, she and Honorin both. They have slipped through my fingers, Mother Boss. They've gone. 
crept out behind my back. But I tell you this. By poison, by bullets, by witchcraft or human efforts, by sins or power, I'll catch them all. Not one of them shall escape me. Not one. But Françoise has already gone, and so it is to her messenger that the marchioness must turn first. The faithful Honorin is riding with all speed toward Freiburg to deliver his mistress's message. But he is an old man, and the roads are bad. It isn't difficult to outstrip him, and before nightfall, our Montespan's plans are taking shape. In the blacksmith's shop at the edge of Bondi Forest, a small rat-faced man is talking to the smith. He and his horse are both old. I passed them some miles back. But they should be here before dark. Well, how do you know he'll stop here? That's my business. I'll arrange that. All you need do is to see he doesn't leave. He carries a message which must not be delivered. Do I shoot the rope? No, you country bumpkins. We of Paris have more subtlety. Shooting? No, no, it makes too much noise. Besides, old as he is, this honor in his reputed to be a good shot. He might shoot you. I'm a match for any old fool. Perhaps, but we won't risk it. My mistress, the great lady who sent me, she gave me this. Look. What is it? A little potion. You put it in his wine, my friend. It will help him sleep well and eternally. Poison. What's that? Who's there? Oh, do not be alarmed, Lieutenant. The clumsy fool. Who is it? I, I was bringing you a second. I'm fine, monsieur. Come here. There. Well, you are an it, eh? And how much did you overhear, my pretty one? Are your ears quick? How long have you been crouching in the shadows there, eh? Ah, oh, don't fret yourself about her. She's not the brains to know what honest men are saying. Her mind's as warped and stupid as a body. Are you sure of this? Is she to be trusted? One can trust an idiot so no one pays attention to us. Off you go now, you snivelling. We get you upstairs again. And don't go creeping around corners like the plague. I'll call you when we want wine. Yes, yes, I will go. But I would just... Leave it be. Give the cold shivers the way you fuss and stumble around. I'll be off with you. You think she heard? No, she would not know or understand if she did. Still, I do not like it. You have no cause for fear, I swear it. She knows I'd beat her senseless if she talked. Yeah, but I do not like this talk of poison, comrade. Poison, it's a woman's weapon. I'd sooner use my fists or let my gun speak. Yet poison is a sure way, and you'll be well paid for it. Yeah. All that? Mm. Your mistress must be wealthy. And generous, if you do her bidding. Well, I'll not fail her. Good. Then take this file. I will waylay the old man, pretend my horse is lame and I'm in difficulties. Tell him the road is blocked in the forest. He'd be wise to stay here the night. Any excuse that brings him into you. Good, good, good. Then I'll offer the old man wine. And then? This is a miraculous potion. It acts like magic. All will be over before you know it. Then search his pockets and take the message. I will be back for it and on, for my mistress will pay well for it. Right. I know, my part. Then I'll be off. Will you have wine before you go? Uh, and doctors, of course. It's not that I don't trust you, friend. 
But just the sight of that file in your hand takes away my thirst. Farewell for now. Farewell. Annette! Annette! I am here. Well, protect us from you, you scouting girl. Why don't you make some noise when you move like normal folks? Keeping up with a man like that, you're enough to scare one from the witch. I'm sorry. I, I cannot take it. Then you'd better try it. You buy my sword off. I don't know why. I'm here. Yeah. Well, at least you have something. You sit it down and get another glass. You have a visitor. Yes, I will get it one. Will he be staying? Shall I make a date for him? Yes. Here's the glass. Set it down, then. Yes. Oh, yes, he'll be staying. <laughs> but I doubt if he'll need a bed. I do not understand. Well, no need you should. But I tell you this, you clumsy fool. I'll not always be a blacksmith. I'm going up in the world. Pour me some wine. Let me drink to the future. Careful, careful. You'll spill it. You think wine bubbles up in the book? Splash it so stupidly. You, you shout so at me. It frightens me. Now, oh, here's to the honest Smith. <sighs> he deals not with common travelers and men of the road, but with great and generous nobles and ladies. Yes. Look. You see this? What is it? Death. In so small a glass. Death. You cannot mean... Poison? Why not? Why do you cringe and call away? A quick death and sure. There. Uh, you've grown soft in the head and sillier than ever since you lost your heart to that great overgrown musketeer. He was good to me. One last deed before he died. For he did die. So that you may rest assured, my little one. He was a good man. Heaven rest his soul. Good or bad, who cares? Who but you? A twisted insult to the eye. The crawling cripple of a girl no man would look at twice. Make me sick with your mooning and tears and foolish prayers over this musketeer. Well, you'll have another to mourn over tonight. You care. Again. Mind your own business. Enter. Ah, come in, come in, friend. It is a bitter night out. Oh, will be when the darkness falls. Come in and shut the door. What can I do for you? It tells me there is danger in Bondi Forest at night, and I best seek hospitality here until the morning. I am an old man to go riding through a forest in the dead of night, and I have far to go. Oh, you're very welcome, monsieur. We're always glad to see visitors. Yeah, Annette will make up the dead for you. But you said... Uh, meanwhile, sit down and, and warm yourself. A glass of wine. I do not drink. Oh, but it will do you good. Come now, just one to warm you. It's very good wine, and I can recommend it. Just one glass. Well, uh, perhaps just one glass. Very well. I thank you. Here, Annette. Give this to the gentleman. What are you doing, fool? Be careful there. Get up, girl. I, I'm sorry. I, I stumbled on the mat and fell. But I did not spill much, see? I did put it down before I fell. You are, monsieur. 
You're a comfy loon. Uh, the child meant no harm. She did but stumble. Hey, here's to your health, monsieur. <laughs> and yours. Drain it to the last drop, monsieur. <laughs> you will not taste such wine as this again. <laughs> Thank you.